Welcome back to the Real O Show podcast. This week we have on Megan B, the director of media production at Adrian College. Megan is someone that has helped us from the beginning of our content journey, and it was great to finally get her on. If you enjoyed the episode, tweet at us at Zachary Owens too. About to get all this dope, we ain't no fun niggas know. I swear to God, we the ghosts. This ain't the story they told. Man, if you know, then you know. Have you ever recorded in this? Uh, no, this is my first uh-huh. my first time uh, recording in the uh, the Adrian studio. This is crazy. I feel like, like how many studios does Adrian have? Don't they have another one on the other side of campus? So there's a TV studio on the other side of campus. There's a radio station on the other side of campus, and then this is just ACTV's like mini studio. So this is this is your baby. Yeah. So do you have access to the other ones though? Yeah. She runs the show. Need, don't let her lie. We need to do that. Bit. We need to get over there to the TV one. <laughs> oh, the TV one's sick. Like, all right, so we had yeah. Andrew McCann on the other day. It's and okay. Do you remember when he was talking about how he recorded a podcast? Yeah. It was in that studio. Oh, okay. And there was a bunch of people watching him, and he was like sweating. <laughs> it was it was jokes. Like, that's it's, what we okay. Love it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. How how often how often do you step in like the radio studio? Like often, never. Not rarely? too often, honestly. I'm not that big of a fan of being on a mic. Um, Why? Especially, we just do all sports all the time. It's true. So, play by play is not my thing. Not my it's thing. I don't at know. All. The first time I ever saw Megan, she was interviewing Krug. So she did. She has done a little bit of on air talent. Yeah, I feel we should. Like you're you, more of behind the scenes. You guys should be forcing like athletes to come and sit in this room. And do like interviews. I mean, like that's the idea. Eventually, the thing is, like, it's really hard to get kids motivated nowadays. Like, for sure, it's not really a great thing to talk about right now. But like, sure. it is really hard to get kids motivated to like do the extra work and do something more than what they're asked. It, so, not many kids are like, "Oh, I want to start a podcast," and then they actually do it. It's not even like starting a podcast. Like, I don't think you start it like that. It's mm-hmm. more so you should come on and like get better at talking on a microphone and in front of a camera. Like, it's just like public mm-hmm. speaking. Like. It, it was like the thing in college, right? I took a public speaking class and I was like, fuck, I don't want to take the public speaking class, but I like was going to work really hard at it. And ever since I took that class, I've always been like, okay, like that was actually like kind of fun. Like when you write a speech and practice it and you actually come prepared, it's nice. And it's just like podcasting and being on video. Like it, it takes time. It's, it's good practice, but like to have this type of setup mm-hmm. and not use it, like I'm sitting in my head, I'm like, man, at Eastern, did they have this setup? I'm like, Bro, I just I mean, threw away three years to not but, use this equipment. Listen, athletes need some PR practice practice because we interviewed some of the boys like some of the hockey guys they're awful and they were rough. there was rough. like i mean sorry like i love 80, you guys it's awful 80 percent of them i was like oh my gosh they, did they even pass a class no. and then there's like then like a freshman rolls in and he's like fucking dialed in and he's like talking i'm like bro the freshman you, just had the best interview out of all the guys listen, you could definitely tell why adrian's good at hockey that they only think about hockey. Yeah, okay. there's, there's, there's some hockey players. I'll there's admit though, they're not bad. Usually, like so, this year it's kind of like up to the students of what we do and how much we do, like sideline based, interview based, podcast based, um, just extra things besides just the like athletic mm-hmm. broadcast. It kind of depends on if the students are interested in it, if they want to do it. In past years, like when you played hockey here, we always had sideline reporters. Remember, like we'd grab you guys like that. between periods yeah. and like I would be the grabber because I knew everyone. Yeah. But we'd grab you guys between periods and we'd do like period updates and we'd have a sideline reporter just ask like three or four questions and then they were free to go to the locker room. So like we used to do that. You don't this do it year, anymore. This year we didn't have a student that wanted to do sideline uh, reporting. That would that, so that, it depends that's, on 
that is so we have cool. available that wants to do things. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, and it's really cool That's to like crazy. be able to do that. But like, I'm also not going to force a kid to do something. Is that it they like don't a paid thing? Do. do they like? Is it paid credit? Like, how does that work? Are you guys like, oh hey, like we're paying you to work, or is it like, hey, no, you need credit, or like you need so many hours to like work so you can get a job later? Is that like? So we've got about twenty six kids on staff. Twenty six kids and not one want to do sign line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have forced. What them. are you? you should have forced. Are they them. fucking doing? Right? Um, well, it depends on like we have about twenty kids on staff just because we'll usually only have on average about six available a weekend because people go home every couple weekends, right? Yeah. Like, all of our events are on weekends. True. So with that being said, like hockey, especially we've got three people running camera, one person running a computer. Two people on air, one person running a switcher, and then it's like, oh, does someone want to do sideline? Yeah. Because now that's the yeah. fun extra. We have to make sure that all of our bases are covered to run the broadcast right. first. Yeah. And then it's those extra things that people want to do. Got it. Got it. Megan, appreciate you having us out <laughs> um, on the show. So kind of get into some background for obviously the people listening or, mm-hmm. or watching. Megan was somebody who we relied on early on in our like Absolutely. content creation game to like kind of give our, us our game. She's, she's the beginning of it. She's our, she's our like professional critique. For sure. um, she always, that. she always had something to like say about it and we needed it. Um, but we still to, do. yeah, for sure. Of course. Um, we have a lot of room to grow, but um, kind of talk about, what you've done to like be in the position you are today. Obviously you're running Adrian college. Give a little TV. background. Yeah. But well. give, a give a little background, like where you started. Cause like you kind of like, I got a unique story. Yeah. yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to hear it. Okay. So basically, um, grew up middle of nowhere, like Hanover, Michigan. Don't know if you know where that is. I don't even know where that's it's at. like 45 minutes away from here. Jackson area. Okay. Like I live by Amish guys. Like okay. they're taking over our little yeah. neighborhood, middle of nowhere, corn <laughs> yeah. country, where it started. Right. So from there, um, I grew up with an older brother. Like you definitely understand growing up yeah. with older brothers. You cut, you're kind of in the shadow a little bit, so it's mm-hmm. weird. Um, but eventually I kind of started to get a little bit creative. Um, my family, like no one was really creative whatsoever. I think my dad did photography when he was younger, but it wasn't really right. something that was like important to our families a right. lot. Yeah. Most people. Um, don't. yeah, it's just something that like a lot of people take for granted. But once I got mm-hmm. older, I actually like, I laugh about it because like I can't draw stick figures. I just can't do it. Not that type of creative. Yeah. Doesn't work. Um, But once I was in high school, I started going to the Jackson Area Career Center. I originally didn't even want to do the visual communications program. Um, Ended up doing it. Ended up thriving in that program completely. I got two Adobe certifications by the time I was done. So when I was 16, I was certified in Photoshop and Illustrator by the time I graduated high school with about 26 college credits under my belt. Oh, really good. Yeah. Helped out a ton. Um, I came to Adrian. I didn't even work for ACTV my first semester, actually. Um, But when I first got to ACTV my second semester, I was in the comm program. I double majored with graphic design. Um, When I first got to ACTV, it was really like it was one camera, usually not even an announcer, like very bare minimum. It's what you see across most division threes. It's come a long way. Yep. So it's, it's grown so much. Like I think we had about like six or seven kids on staff. And like I just said, going up to like 24, 25 is insane. Like I never would have imagined that. And it was only in like a two year turnaround. So I was still a student at the time. It was the end of my first year. Um, That summer, the person that was the director of ACTV had left and we Mm -hmm. brought in someone else. The person that got brought in was actually someone that I was doing my summer internship with out at JTV in Jackson. 
Um, so he came in and he was like, Megan, like, I need you to kind of like show me the ropes and the people a little bit. Yeah. Um, since I was already there, I spent the summer with him. I came in and I was automatically in a 20 hour position. So what we do is all of our students have about six hour positions. They work about two games a week. And then we have two students that are actual part-time employees at the college and they work 20 hours a week and they do like most of our scheduling. They're kind of like our runners for our broadcast. They like get that like really hard experience of really being in the depths of what you mm-hmm, see behind right. our broadcasts, yeah. right? They're, they're actually getting the, get to see what behi- what's behind the curtain. What's behind bit. the curtain a yeah. little bit. Yep. Yeah. Rather than kind of just showing up and working it, they for see sure. the setup, the tear down, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then for my second two years here, I was that student director position. We had another um, director changeover and then it was the same thing, kind of like guide them into what they're doing. So then once I graduated, I actually worked over in admissions for a year to kind of like save my spot here. Um, and then once that person kind of reached their cap on when they wanted to leave and their timeline was done, um, they brought me in to take over full time and it's been insane since then. I think I came in last May, so it's like a full year under my belt. It's super awesome. So you've been here for a year. Yep. One, are you the first woman that's ever taken this role? Okay. I saw that. (laughs) That's, that's, that's pretty impressive. That's impressive. And I was going to say, so you kind of said everyone kind of like runs their race here. Mm -hmm. Where do you kind of see it going for you? Like. You're like, oh, I got a couple more years here. You're like, I'm almost tapped out. Like I'm kind of ready mm-hmm. for the next adventure. Like what's, what are, what's on your plate? Yeah. For me, I mean, as a resume builder, like it's never going to hurt to have a couple years of being a director for on sure. your resume. I not. mean, you can't, you're also still super young you too. Yeah. I'm super, super young. Yeah, like yeah. I graduated early. Like it's weird. Some of my kids like that are on my staff that are graduating this week are older than me. Yeah. And it's really awkward. <laughs> like I've yeah. been out of school for two years and then it's Especially like, like the oh, hockey guys. That's, like, that's funny. Yep. I always think about like out of school. Right. And I graduated, I think in 2021, but it took me like a semester mm-hmm. longer cause I got drafted after my junior year. It feels like I've been out of school for like 10 years. I know. Yeah. And it's been literally like two. It is, it is kind of crazy. Once you like leave school, it's like just how fast, like you realize like school's fun. And like you have a great time going to college, but like once you're out in the real world, you're like, fuck, like how do I even survive in college? Like, I have no money. Yeah, I like for real. You're just kind mm-hmm. of in like Narnia, you know? It's Literally, it's like, like it's like playland. So, 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 I guess what are the next steps? Like, what what is your plan here? What are some future mm-hmm. plans that you have? Like, I, and like, I mean, unless this is you know the dream job. <laughs> I mean, I love it here. Um, it's really like giving back to like where I started and like rebuilding the culture and like setting the expectations for the kids. I love teaching, like being able to teach these kids on the broadcast and help them in their careers and what they enjoy doing is something that I really love to do. So I want to keep that with me wherever I go. Of course, like I do want to get out of Adrian, Michigan. Love the college. Of course. Adrian, Michigan, not a very thriving place. Of course. (laughs) Um, But I think I'm going to be here for about two two, maybe three or four more years, depending financially on kind of where I'm at. I can't give up a spot where like I'm chilling. They treat me well. You have to find like something else has to, it's gotta be better, right? It's It's gotta gotta be a better better. situation. It's It's gotta gotta be better. What, what would it take? Like, cause obviously you, I want to hear about your side hustle. Cause mm-hmm. not only do you do this, you kind of have your own, you have your own business where you shoot a lot of different shit, graduations, <laughs> weddings, uh, all the above. Mm-hmm. What would it take? Like, what do you see for that side of the business? Cause obviously you're kind of an entrepreneur on that side of things. Like, what are you doing on that side of things? And like, what's the dream for that? Cause mm-hmm. eventually like you could take that to crazy heights 
and it might not even, you might not even want to do like director stuff anymore. You might like, I'll just do my own thing. Yep. Definitely. What's the kind of dream for that one? Explain what you kind of do and then kind of go into like what the dream would be. Yeah. So right now, um, just with all of the skills I have, I couldn't really find myself working for one place and being completely satisfied. Um, so that's when I opened up my LLC. It's called Copper Mountain Media. Um, definitely media based. I didn't want it to be like a photography business. That's just like Mm -hmm. Megan Abbey photography. Right. Um, I eventually do want it to grow. So that's why I chose a name that could grow with more staff and yeah, more yeah. people under it. Yeah. Um, that's why I branded it the way that I did pretty yeah, much based clean. off of that decision to have other, be able to add other people on later on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but basically, like I said, I do graphic design, I do photography, I do videography. Um, I've helped you guys out. I do brand mm-hmm. development. Yeah. Um, lots of things, lots yeah. of things. What, what's your favorite thing you do? Probably ath- athletic content creation, definitely. Okay. Um, just because then it kind of toggles with I get to do video when I see fit. I get to do photography when I see fit. It's just gathering content for athletic teams. Yeah. Like, I think so it's super fun. Hockey, it, ideally. That's for your sure, question. right? Yeah. No, I was going to say, so would it like, would it potentially a dream job be like the Detroit Red Wings or like, hey, Megan. Or like ESPN. Yeah, or like, yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. is it like that's, is that like, if you reach that, you're like, that's where you're like, all right. I made that shit because yeah. it's like, that's I think, kind of where it is. I think ideally I'd like, the goal right now is to end up down in Nashville. Um, okay. I'd love to do dual content creation, whether it's commissioned by my business or I get hired on by teams. For sure. Um, they just have amazing spots down there. I mean, you've yeah. got Vanderbilt, you've got mm-hmm. the Preds, you've got the Nashville Titans. Like there's so much going on in that city. Plus I For really sure. feel like I could do a lot with my business there just because- yeah. There's tons of so music. So many music there, and thriving yeah. artists that like need that help yeah. too that like yeah, it's easy. And it's a nice place. It's like a it's like yep. a southern like New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it yeah. is. It's like a southern <laughs> New York. A smaller, but yeah, no, definitely. It's definitely Sorry guys, smaller. I grew up in corn country. I can't just leave that. Listen, no, I, we <laughs> the are. roots I mean, are there. Our, the roots are there. People don't understand like when we try to explain like where we grew up, like we grew up mm-hmm. on a dirt road. One of our neighbors is a farmer and then like our other neighbors are just like normal houses. Like it literally yeah. like our house like stops. The farm mm-hmm. country where we grew up. So it's like moving from that to like New Jersey and New York. Like people think it's like such a crazy transition, but it like fit like a glove yep. yeah. low key. And it just, it's also, I tell everybody and it's, it, I've, I've said this probably like 20 times on the podcast since we moved out there. There's something about like moving out of like what you know can be like the most like liberating thing because mm-hmm. it sure. forces you to grow. It forces you to figure things out that like when you're in your comfort zone, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll just, you know, I'll get to it later. But when yeah. you really force yourself, you're like, Better figure it out like tomorrow, you know. So yeah. it, it's it's having that like comfortability. So mm-hmm. you wanting to go to Nashville, like I think I think that's, that's great. Yeah, no. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's a yeah. good spot. That's that's a good spot to be in. Um, but like you said about moving, like it's just so like it's cool to see like the stages of your life based on kind of where you're at. Like 100%. me, where when I was working at admissions last year, I like used to tell my kids all the time, like before I came to college, like I did not talk to anyone. Like I did not talk. I could not like have conversations with people. Like I was borderline socially awkward. I was so shy. Um, and now I'm here and I'm like talking for a living and I'm like doing media for a living and I'm out there and like, it's really cool to see like where you're at based on your life, whether it's going to college or like it's starting your own business or like you guys moving out to New York, like based on where you're at and those big milestones of moving and doing something different, like how that changes your personality and your perspective too. One million. There's definitely like chapters in your Mm -hmm. life. Like there's definitely always like spots you can be like, Oh, like that was a pivotal moment. Right. And I even think like doing this and that's what we kind of talked about before where it's, 
I wish in college or even like high school, I had like more of a push to like do stuff like this. Cause it does one of the, some of the best skills you can have is to be able to talk to a crowd, be able to talk on camera, be able to talk to a microphone yeah. possible. Cause it's like, that's how you sell people. It's how you persuade mm-hmm. people. It's how people like buy into you. And yeah. I wish in high school and college, I had that push to do it. Cause I feel like I'm doing it now. So it's, I'm still mm-hmm. like getting the skill, but like me and Joshua always talk about all the time. Like, man, we did this shit like naturally as kids. Mm-hmm. Imagine yeah. if we would have just kept doing that and like where we would be. And it's always like that. What if, right. Yeah. And I, I just, I think even like for you to like push more kids to do this, to push more athletes to do it. I kind of do it in my own. Like, like the best thing you can do is mm-hmm. to like get out of your comfort zone. Like oh, yeah. if it's something you're like, oh, I don't want to do it. Cause people don't think like, I don't know what to say. Like you should a hundred percent do it. Even if it sucks, like yeah, you gotta, we you put gotta, out you gotta some, suck. You gotta we, suck. We put me and Joshua put out so much yeah, shit content. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware. We, put out, we put a lot of shit content, but like that's how you do. Like you put it out. You're like, okay, that was bad. Like I, I sent Zachary like a vlog. Oh like, my god, probably goodness. like six months ago, Megan. <laughs> and I showed him this clip, and I already know how it went. He wanted to do the intro a certain way, and I was like, uh, don't do that. And then he fucking. I don't did it even anyway. know if there was that much he, discussion. He did it anyway. I know. I, I I know that's how it went. And he just goes. And then we. I sent it to him like a couple months later, and he sees it, and we were watching. It. It's like the most cringe video. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, we can now look back at that and be like, Hey, we learned a little something from that. Like, you learn but, from it. You got to get your reps in. But, like no, that's it's, the biggest thing. got to get your reps it. in. It's all about reps. It's, it's it, but all like, reps. but like. When you have shit, we haven't even been doing this for a year, mm-hmm. which is like crazy. I mean, we're probably coming up to a year. I, I think our podcast is like June. So mm-hmm. like that's our year for the podcast. But like as far as like creating content, we're probably not even at a year. But like, man, to go through from when we started to now, it literally it literally could be you could convince me it's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like just like the progress we made and like the different like he sent me that vlog and I was like, the lighting sucked. <laughs> audio sucked my hats like covering my eyes i'm like rushing what i'm saying i'm like wow this fucking sucks but at the same time i'm like wow i'm so much better now like so you have that satisfaction for sure and you just had that satisfaction where you're like this is working this Mm -hmm. is i always relate it to sports though like we always relate to sports you don't just like pick up a sport that day and be like i'm fucking mj with it yeah no like you suck like you pick up a basketball for the first time you're Mm -hmm. gonna suck yeah. There's gonna yep. be like the smallest percentage of people that like are naturally like, oh shit, this is pretty natural to me. Yeah. Very rare. Very rare. But mm-hmm. like you gotta put shots up every single day to even like remotely get a feel for it. It's like anything. Is is there a consistent podcast here at Adrian? Um I don't think so at the moment. Wow. We've had a couple and they've kind of dropped off. Um is Copper Mountain gonna have one? I don't know. Just Copper just, Mountain's just, not a big like podcast thing. But I don't. I know, know. But I, I mean, don't but, feel like it but is. But who knows? But you I think know, podcast you could, you is great. Give, you could give like a ten minute, ten minute or one one time a month, just given the given the tea on what nah, you're learning. More than once a month. I know. Mm-hmm. Once, but like you just start. Hey, it's somewhere you know. I know. People would listen. I'm doing People more like reels. Reels, reels oh, sure. are coming. Like the voiceovers, the reels. Like those are for sure. Those are coming. It's summertime. We got time now. But for, for sure. For the school, like as a gen, as like a focus. I mean, like. Pre-COVID, they used to do Coach's Corner where they'd bring coaches on and they'd yeah, do a booth every that. week. You remember yeah, it? Yeah, I remember that. I think you, was that your senior year or junior year? Yeah, it was junior, senior year, I think. They, they did, did it for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I do remember that though. Um, And then after that, last year, they kind of did like it, they called it the ACTV's Day Off, um, which was, I thought it was a little bit odd. Don't tell them <laughs> I said that. Um, <laughs> they, um, pretty much, they would like come in the booth. It was like, 
borderline a five minute podcast once a week on Mondays where there were no streams. Right. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a struggle to get people in here and yeah. come up with ideas because that is like everyone's one day off. Like, right. yeah, we're we got streams going. There's 52 athletic teams here, guys. It's all, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> we all, all sports. sports. It's literally all sports for sure. So we, with that being said, like it's hard to get people in here like on that one day and yeah. be like, okay, like let's sit down and actually make something like big, nice and genuine because everyone's kind of like checked out. Yeah, sure. you need you need someone like a me and Joshua, like a duo that wants mm-hmm. to podcast. I just I'm just I'm looking at this room mm-hmm. and we're in this beautiful ACTV radio. What is this? The radio? What this is, this is the, the we call it the podcast. Yeah, the, the, podcast. the video house, whatever yeah. you want to yeah. call it. Like, man, this is there's so much like good shit mm-hmm. in here. Like, how could yeah. you not want to use this? And, and I think just most people, it always comes back to. I think people are scared to mm-hmm. do it. For sure. I think people don't know what to talk about, and it's just like. Man, we need to get kids in here. Like, de- de- utilize mm-hmm. this because it's like me and Joshua. Like, we're coming at you from a different perspective yep. where it's like it we all, wish we had this all, this type yep. of setup. Listen, it all starts. Uh, listen, everything is always after the fact. Like, of course, if you have mm-hmm. it. Sometimes you're like, oh, bro, if I got it, it's like you just don't yep. care about it. It's yeah. like the people that don't have it that are like, fuck, dude, I wish I had that. I wish I could yeah. do that. It's just like anything. But listen, I think there's some guys in the hockey team that are like genuine. There's two guys I can think of that have like already asked me about starting a podcast and i'm just like what the fuck do you mean i literally yeah. was like you guys should literally talk to megan right now today <laughs> and be like hey can we do anything in here okay can you show us something like i'm like that's who you should be yeah. befriending like you should be befriending the people that are like but you hey. could have, you could have a spit and chiclet show little caller daddy show mm-hmm. and, and, and the actv so that's the one thing like it's hard being like a college brand and having the college name on things um, it wouldn't even be like, I don't even think you need to put the college mm-hmm. on it. It's just more or less like, No, hey, definitely. Like, students could yeah. do it on their own and take advantage of it. And, exactly. like, they can do that anywhere here. Like, we've For got, sure. like, there's another recording studio in the back, too, behind the TV studio. So, like, they have right. three different places they can do this on campus. Yeah. But, like, it's building the culture and encouraging them to do it. And then them getting, like, the courage to actually do yeah. it. What? I think we have a couple of freshmen that are, like, really interested. But I think they want to get more comfortable on For air sure. in general before they For sit sure. down and make a plan to do something like this. It takes time. But th- then it's always going to kind of come in waves. So. I think I think podcasting needs, like less planning than probably anything because it's like the conversation right like you definitely need to know what you want to talk about but it can be very yeah. like loose whereas like when you're doing a vlog or you're doing like mm-hmm. short form content as, like as you know like it's really got to yeah. be you can definitely you can definitely out. fly by your seat of your pants on podcasting more just mm-hmm. because like you can have a conversation like yeah. everyone has a conversation like you know how to talk to people you can just yeah. have a conversation um just to kind of wrap things up a little bit a question that we always ask everyone what is one thing that you're curious about that others wouldn't expect could be anything. No pressure. Dang. No I gotta pressure. think about that. I don't know. <laughs> could be anything. Could be like something like the, your first knee jerk reaction could be like, I'm into fucking sewing I, or, or it could be Why like, do you have to say sewing? Well, I was going to say we're aliens. It's out of, it's out it's of nowhere. It could be anything. You'd be like, oh, I, I don't think aliens are real. You know, it could be anything, um, but aliens are for sure real. So all right. maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Um, not gonna lie, I want to do like deep sea diving sometime. Wow, like scuba diving. I think Talk that'd be sick. I used to want to do marine biology when I was a kid. So. Wow, Talk I would never do that. Zachary does not want to mm-hmm. do. Would never do that. I think it'd be sick. <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> I hate open Bring bodies a camera of water. Down there, get that's, like the shots of see, people swimming. I think it'd be sick. That's what I was saying. I was telling him I was like, because he's he's his biggest fear is like sharks underwater. Yeah, I hate so like, I hate open bodies of water. I told him I was yeah. like, once we get a little money, first video idea we're doing. 
going deep sea diving and I'm we're making him go and we're just right, book it. getting book him it. just shit himself, <laughs> just like freaking out. Like that's that's gonna be gold. Put a date on it, book it. I got I got one more question mm-hmm. as, as we wrap up here. What are some future goals for like Adrian TV? Like what you have an idea for like this production house and you know, as far as like the hockey broadcast, like what what are some plans you have in the next, you know, three, four years that you're still here to kind of leave your stamp on it. Cause like you said, you know, yeah, I mean, like I said, um, we're already doing like way more than any other division three broadcasting is like, we'll have for sure. like when we were out at nationals, like the guys and the broadcasters there for, I don't know. It was Turner media. I think that hosted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they literally told our broadcasters, they're like, yeah, like I see your guys's broadcast. If I tune in, like you have the best one across all of division sure. three. Like I we mean, do. That's, that's like we've sure. got the sideline reporters. We've got the graphics. We've got the commercials running. Like it's insane. Yeah. Like what we've been able to turn around and For do. Sure. I completely agree. Um, I think eventually what we want to get to start doing is like video review, um, things like that. I think we want to go more yeah. wireless, um, sure. have more, kind of like action cams all over the place and be able to do that for every sport rather than kind of just hockey and football. Right. But that is where we have the most viewership right now. So for sure. once we kind of have like more donors and we're able to invest into more equipment like that, those are going to be kind of the things that are coming. So awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, Megan, we, appreciate we appreciate it, Megan. It. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Of course. See you guys. Awesome. See ya. Watch me, my brothers get ripped. Wanna tell you I'm in. Watch me get my racks. And we bought so hard, they think my niggas selling crack. We was pushing packs for 2600 a pound. We was down, probably had some product in your town. But now we back. Same straight for all my niggas, for all my fam. And I made about 10 racks up off these features in the end. For my grandma, hope she know that this for you and you and him. For my brothers, for my family, for my mama, for I gotta my kids. I got a stack of this gold. I tell you I'm on the road. About to get all this dough, ain't no fuck niggas know I swear to God we the ghosts, this ain't the story they told Man, if you know, then you know I never had to tell my dogs that we on roof for breaks They pay for getters, they want money more than they want fake shit I swear we go so hard, we on A-list I see my niggas prevailing We going hard for the hand, we gonna stack till we jaded I just told my niggas that we on a mission Yeah, 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 it's gonna be hard to get it so I'm part for the misses. I put my heart in my feelings. On tracks I don't even feel. We bought a box, we drip. We bought a box, we fall.